Hello everyone and welcome to the Prayer in the Making Lent podcast. This is episode 17. We are in chapter 8 which is called Restoration and more specifically the first half of chapter 8 which is called Inner Healing. If you have spent any time in your life trying to go deeper in prayer you will learn what I think very many of us learn which is that the moment you try and go deeper in prayer uh, is approximately the same moment that all kinds of things seem to surface in your life uh, many of which perhaps you didn't even know were there but things you feel deep things experiences that have impacted you it's as though because prayer is the business of bringing ourselves to God in the power of the Holy Spirit. If we start to do that regularly, uh, that same Holy Spirit starts to open up in us things that need healing. And, you know, that's God's intention. That's God's mandate for the world, isn't it? Is, is to bring healing, to bring restoration. And so I wanted to include a chapter which talks a bit about that. Necessarily, it's it doesn't there's not a lot of space to say an awful lot but I hope you find this helpful um, as you read it and as you recognise what God is doing I was talking on Monday oh was it Monday yes I think it was in the podcast about purpose and f- our focus in life um, about renovations that one of the things you need to learn in prayer I think is is to spot where God is doing renovations in you because you might have determined that you're going to pray because you want to change the world and you want to pray for lots of people and you want to be somebody who uh, regularly commits to worshipping God and so on and so forth but you will quickly find that God's intention for you praying is that he wants to get on with some renovations and he wants to do some stuff in you uh, and your ability to spot what he's doing is really helpful and uh, also enables him to do even more if we know what's going on we can see it And we can partner in it. So that is a bit what today is about. I wanted to share with you just some, hopefully, a little helpful schema, for want of a better word, that I use when I'm thinking through issues of healing and wholeness in myself when I'm praying. Um, You know, one of the things people say to me is, how do I know what God is working on in me? I mean, I look at myself and I can see about 742 things that God should be doing in me or could be doing in me that I would like to see change. But how do I know what God is doing? And my answer is always, and it surprises a lot of people, my answer is always, it will. you'll know it by what is causing you the most trouble at the moment. So uh, much as the Spirit of God brings comfort and consolation, often the way he gets our attention is to uh, is to to cause us to notice pain reactions in ourselves. So just as when you have a a physical wound, it hurts. That's how you know that there's something wrong with you. I don't know about you, but I've been reading stories about the lady uh, in the news this last week or so who doesn't have any uh, pain. She doesn't feel pain. She has a genetic alteration, which means she doesn't feel pain. And I'm thinking... I don't know how convenient that would actually be. Apparently she's got numerous burns from her cooker because she doesn't feel pain. Uh, Actually, pain alerts you to where there is something needing healing. And I found in my life over and over again, it's ouch moments, as it were, that cause me to know that God is drawing my attention to something. Ouch moments are are of two types often. Uh, One of them is anger. 
So is there a particular situation that has made you disproportionately angry lately? I'm not talking about a situation of where you've seen injustice happening to somebody else, though sometimes that can be indicative. I'm talking more about things that have made you very angry in yourself and you felt guilty afterwards, you felt bad about it, you thought, oh, I think I might have overreacted there. Notice that. Note that. Take it into your next prayer time. That's probably significant. The other one is fear. Uh, anger. In fact, they often go together. I often say often say that if I have an anger reaction, um, if I find little, it's almost like I'm, I've risen up onto my soapbox in anger. If I look around, I will see another version of myself curled up under a table, frightened. Because the truth is, anger and fear are often flip sides of the same thing. We've we're hurt. There's something not right, and we're feeling uh, angry in a way of trying to protect ourselves or defend ourselves but actually at the heart of it is fear i'm frightened something doesn't feel okay something doesn't feel quite safe so notice anger and notice fear is there been a fear situation where you've just found a real rising up in you of of terror at the thought of something these are you know we tend to think, oh lord i'm so sorry oh i'm not living a life of faith i'm not really i'm not i'm not living in victory actually don't don't start from that place. Start from the place of saying, God, are you doing some renovations here? Is there something that you're doing in me and you want me to know about it? Because, you know, the thing about God is he definitely is not one of those building contractors who you hand over all the work to and then you like you know, move out for six months and come back to it all finished. He will very definitely want to be checking in with you as you go through saying, is it OK for me to do this? How are you about this? Would you like this to change? Um, you know, can I draw your attention to this because I need some input from you? You know, this is a this is a partnership. This is not a, you don't contract this out to God. And that's why it comes into prayer. You know, of course, God's busy the work of renovation and transformation and restoration in us all the time. But it's prayer that is, if you like, the moments where we check in with God and we acknowledge what's happening and he is able to speak to us. And that's why it needs to be a part of our prayer rhythm. So. When I have those moments of noticing something, I bring it to prayer. And the key thing, people say, well, what do I do when I get it? Do I just say, dear Lord, uh, uh, let me pick an example. I've fallen out with somebody. They make me really angry. Uh, it, it, I, it's not good. I'm really sorry. Bring it to prayer. Lord, I'm really sorry. Would you um, sort it out for me or help me to sort it out or tell me what to do or get it fixed or something? Or we just sit there feeling really bad about it. You've got to know the purpose for bringing it to prayer. And that purpose is essentially to uncover it in order that the spirit of God might get to work in the wound. Uh, a number of years ago, I fell over. I was in Manchester. I fell over and I hurt my knee quite badly. It was a Saturday night and there was no way on this earth that I was going to A&E on Saturday night when Man United had been playing. So instead... Uh, I put a plaster on it and I went home to Canterbury the next day and I went to A&E in Canterbury. And of course, the first thing that had to happen when I got to A&E in Canterbury was they had to uncover it and uh, they had to remove the slightly inefficient plaster that I'd put over the top. And then, dear Lord, help me, they had to debride it. But let's not go there because that was extremely painful. There's an uncovering that we do and that's all that we need to do. The work of healing is gods but the work of uncovering is not easy and I want to give you 
four little questions that I ask myself when I take something like this into prayer, because you might find them helpful. So as you think through these, it might be helpful to think of a situation uh, that's relevant for you. But I'll use my example. Say I've fallen out with someone. Say I've had a I've had a really strong reaction to something they've said. I feel offended by them. And so I go to prayer and the first question I ask myself is what has happened? Now, when we were talking a few weeks ago about um, soul quieting, do you remember I was saying it's a little bit stillness? It's a bit like having a toddler. It's a bit like your soul is a toddler and your soul needs to just be gently, repeatedly brought back to that place of focus uh, in the centre of yourself, just to sit still, sit quietly. Well, mm, inner healing stuff is a bit more like uh, handling your inner teenager sometimes. <laughs> so it's not like having a toddler, it's like having a teenager. And what do teenagers do? Well, they do one of two things. One of the things they do uh, is that they minimise things. So uh, you might say to a teenager, oh, what, you know, something something difficult, you had a difficult day, what happened? Nothing. Well, you know, what did so? You know, was it difficult? No, it was fine. And and we do that actually sometimes, don't we? We we, we something's happened, and it's as though God says, "Well, what happened to you? What? Nothing. It's fine. No, no, no I don't want to complain about. It. No, it's absolutely fine. No, it's totally fine." Well, the other thing teenagers do is they over dramatize, don't they? Oh, it was completely terrible. You got no idea. It was awful. It was absolutely horrendous. And then you ask them about it. And it's basically kind of not all that bad really um and we can sometimes i think it's fair to say uh over dramatize things we can come and we can say lord it's absolutely the end of the world it was awful and it was terrible that question what happened is a really important one so i would sit with god and i would say okay i said this she said that this happened this happened and you know get get the facts out as it were and there's something remarkably helpful about doing that in prayer just in your prayer time saying god this is what happened by the by you might actually find this process helpful uh, if you write uh, some people find it helpful to write their way through this process so first question what actually happened second question what do you feel and here the coverings are usually around guilt and shame. So we might say, oh, uh, the, the truth might be that I feel hurt. I feel hurt. I feel injured by what she said to me. I feel wounded by what she said to me. It felt unfair that she said that. You know, what we often do is we say, oh, Lord, I, I shouldn't have felt like that. Lord, I'm really sorry that I felt I, you know, I didn't feel great. I'm really sorry that I didn't handle it. But I'm really we go into guilt or we go into shame. I'm so rubbish for feeling like that. I'm so rubbish that I couldn't deal with that better. Actually, this is the moment where we pull off those plasters of guilt and shame. It's not about what we should have felt. It's how we do actually feel. And we need to uncover that in the safe place of prayer. God, I felt this. God, I felt hurt I felt wounded I felt offended I felt diminished I felt belittled I felt insulted whatever it is I felt pain third question who am I every situation that causes 
a strong reaction in us because it's a pain because it's something God's healing can threaten our sense of self so I feel hurt I feel something's happened I've I've had a an argument or I've had a, a disagreement or whatever I felt offended I felt wounded the next place it can go and boy does the enemy love it if it goes here the next place it can go is well I I'm just a failure I'm a failure as a friend uh I'm I'm actually uh I'm I'm no good at being in relationships with people or I'm oversensitive or whatever it may be you know we start to make statements about ourselves based on what's happened and therefore the question who am I is very important and you might want to just find bible verses at this stage that speak truth about who you are about your identity uh, in christ because we need to be able to say in the place of prayer okay um that happened it was painful i hurt but i am not a terrible person i am somebody who wants the best for my friend i am somebody who wants the best out of my relationships i am somebody who is doing what I can to walk well in this world. Speaking well of ourselves is an important discipline in prayer. And the last question is, who is God? And of course, that's why we're in prayer, isn't it? Because God is so many things that we need him to be. In the moments when I feel uh, injured, in the moments when I feel, when when I find it hard to believe in myself, It is helpful to say God loves me. It is helpful to say God is gracious and kind. It is helpful to say God is challenging me and stretching me uh, out of his love for me. It's helpful to say those things. So those are the four questions. I, I will leave you to work through them in your own time. But here's the ones to remember. What happened? How do I feel? Who am I? And who is God? And as you get the facts straight, as it were, on all of those things, as you say those things out or write them down, what you do is you uncover that place of wounding. And then I recommend a spot of stillness. I recommend getting the teenager and the toddler to sit still and let the Holy Spirit do something. Don't rush off. Give it five, ten minutes. Let God do his work in you and it will begin to make a difference if you make a discipline of this it will begin to make a difference i shall be back uh, in a couple of days to talk about forgiveness